Good morning, good morning, Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of the Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha, and happy summer solstice and happy cancer season. You guys, we are officially in cancer season, which is insane. Today is officially summer. Oh my goodness, you guys, it's here. Uh, we are now in back in cardinal um, energy, water energy, you guys know water, I just, I do so well in like, I don't know, like water and air and, you know, like fire, I do okay, but it's like fire and, you know, like earth especially is kind of like a me, you know, me, <laughs> and I'm kind of learning some things about that uh, in my new book that I'm reading that I'll t- probably talk about later because it's more so related to the Chinese astrology aspect when it comes to their elements and they do a little more than us they have a metal added in there so and I still don't quite understand it yet so that's why I don't I don't want to like you know try to try to make it seem like I do because I really don't but um I had a wonderful weekend you guys I hope everyone else did I um on Sunday um I went to the farmer's market again. I, you know, that's one of the things that I decided is going to be definitely a huge part of my life to get, you know, very whole holistic, not whole holistic, but whole organic foods, you know, that our local farmers work hard to grow because they taste freaking amazing. Um, plus they have little goodies there. You have a lot of vendors who, you know, like are making their own stuff. Like I know on on um Sunday when I went to the farmer's market, they had a little added um thing where they had um they were celebrating Juneteenth and uh they had these black owned businesses which were amazing. So I definitely made sure I supported that. Bought lots of awesome goodies. You know, of course there was one that um a little shop there that uh was that does wire wrapping as well for crystals. So of course your girl is going to support them and buy one of their amethyst pendants. I can never have too much amethyst. You guys know this. That's really like my top crystal. I just love amethyst. It just works with my body and it's just amazing. So I bought that to support the business and then I bought some amazing skincare, um, that this wonderful woman made, um, so, uh, yeah, I got that. I also got some lotion from another one and, um, what I got a basil plant that was just beautiful from the vendors. So it was amazing. I love to support, uh, you know, like businesses from all cultures, you know, I just love that, you know, we all need to support each other, you know, women supporting women, women supporting men, all of the things. So, I'm into that stuff and I, you know, I was very happy and I got uh, my green juice, which I loved and um, it was just amazing. I just felt so good. Then afterwards I went on a nice little hike and just really connected to, um, you know, God and um, really just allowing myself to feel because um, I don't know if I've mentioned it, but my dad passed away, um, back in 2009. And so father's day, um, because Juneteenth was also father's day was very hard for me. It's very hard for me. And it's actually very hard for my husband because we both lost our fathers. Um, 
And so, um, I just, you know, like kind of like give my thanks to, you know, like God. And then I just, you know, kind of talk to, you know, like God and tell him how much I miss my dad and my father-in-law and, you know, how much I love them. And then I cry, of course. And, you know, just allow myself to feel like in the woods, just connecting to everything. And, um, it just felt good to, to do that and to acknowledge that I was feeling, you know, a little sad that day. And, um, I also later on went to celebrate, um, a friend of mine who just had uh, his second baby, her second baby, which is, was amazing. She's so beautiful and I am so happy for them. They are amazing and wonderful people that I love dearly. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty much like my weekend, which is very nice and slow and just really enjoying things that I love to do. You know what I mean? Um, just, you know, having fun with, uh, some friends and, you know, like my mom and of course my husband had to work on Saturday. So, um, and then he goes, um, fishing with his guy friends on the morning Sunday. So I use that time to kind of, you know, do my own thing. You guys know, I like to have my free time and I like to, um, you know, I just have to recharge with being by myself. Um, I, I just love it. And so, uh, doing the farmer's market and stuff like that, you know, by myself is like my recharge, recharge time because then I, I feel like I can truly look at everything and not have to rush. Cause I feel like someone's bored or someone is saying they're bored. You know what I mean? Cause I just like to do like just little things like that. So, and that's like kind of like that summer energy, which I was going to talk about, you know, this is the time to really connect with, you know, being outside more, doing new things, trying new things, uh, you know, like connecting with your friends, doing like camp, uh, you know, like fires, camping, not fires. That sounds so bad. Like I meant like campfires and, you know, like marshmallows and s'mores and, you know, um, camping and all that fun stuff that you can't do when it's cold or anything because, you know, like school starts and, you know, work is always, but, you know, you can just do like just more things on your downtime when you're not working. And I don't know, it's just, it's a good time. It's the time when you have like lots of juicy fruits and vegetables coming out. Um, you know, like clothes and stuff or, you know, you can wear sleeveless clothes and wear shorts and just feel good and feel the air on your body and, you know, more hiking because there's not a bunch of snow everywhere. And it's just a fun, wonderful time. And I, and I choose this summer to do that, to really uh, be in more in nature, really just allow my body to heal, you know, like really get more into herbs and stuff because things are growing and just really surrounding my space with, you know, like plants or, you know, like nature, nature looking things. Like yesterday I went to home goods and I like, you know, I'm not a huge fake, fake plant person, but, um, I just bought one fake plant cause it was beautiful. It was in like this weaved basket and it's, um, lavender and lavender is one of my favorite plants, of course, or flowers rather. So I was like, why not have them in fake? Because in that way, you know, they are nice all, you know, all year round or whatever. So, um, I, that's what I did for that. And I still have my little money bamboo plant in here. And, 
Um, I got lots of crystals, you guys, over the weekend for my shop. Like one of them is Galena, and I'll explain that later. But it's an amazing grounding stone. It's so pretty. Um, you would almost think it was man-made, but it's not. Um, and uh, yeah, I got some fire opals, you guys. I got some really nice little goodies that I need to wrap. Grad school um is on full swing. Like I said, it's it's been a lot of work, so I haven't had time to really create or wrap or anything. Um, one of my classes, I have so many papers due next week, so that's why I'm doing this episode so that I can have this done and focus on that and then come back with the wellness episode, of course. But yeah, um, this, of course, Cancer Season is the last of a lot of these books, like as far as the Rising book, the... Um, sexual one that was more female based but I just noticed that the other book the erotic book will still be in play because it actually has moon signs in it and it's going to be mixed of course with Venus which I don't mind because um eventually when we get there you know you'll have a little um aspect of it um but yeah so uh Venus um is um going to be mixed with it and that's why I said that when it comes to relationship and sex and stuff like that um you definitely want to look at your um Mars sign for the sexual part which is that's also in there so that's going to be coming up and I have a relationship book when it comes to Mars um but um the moon we have the moon and Venus that's very important in relationship because it's you know how you express yourself in relationship, that's what your that's basically what your partner sees more is your moon signs. That's how you express your emotions, and then your Venus sign, of course, is you know how you love, how you give love, and what you value, uh, pretty much. So, and I think today, um, I am also going to get this beautiful Afro Aphrodite statue that I saw, if it's still there. <laughs> at my um crystal shop because I just been wanting to really like you know like embody that you know like feminine like love and beauty like goddess you know that's the mythology goddess of my planet Venus that rules Libra and of course in Taurus and I just been really wanting to connect with the the feminine more you know like I've been buying a lot of cute dresses like me and my husband already told him I was like don't make any plans on a certain day because we're going to have a romantic picnic. I have, I bought a picnic basket, um, this really cute dress that looks, you know, like kind of like, I guess you would call it like cottage core related, not the pilgrim looking ones, but a really much more cuter one that is pink. I also have one that is like a sleeveless, like beautiful, like white and lavender color. And I just been in love with those because like, they're just so much cuter and they're kind of like in that romantic style that I am in love with. So, but yeah, let's go ahead. Ooh, I just saw 11, 11 on the time. Um, it's not 11 o'clock. It's actually 6.58, but um, with the time that's counting for the um, the podcast time. So, okay, let's go ahead and jump in. You guys know I read from two books. Um, it is uh, from Judy Hall's Crystal Zodiac. Here we go with my voice getting crackly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that's just been happening since COVID kind of like my voice gets really crackly. <clears throat> and so I feel bad cause I hope I'm not breaking eardrums, but let me go ahead and take a sip. It's like weird. The second I start trying to read it happens. Mm. 
cold, wonderful water. Yes, but I have a psychiatry appointment today as well, so I'm trying to make sure I do all of this uh, before, um, you know, everything, I start getting into everything too. So I have like a whole list. I use this thing called Productive, I think it is. I use Productive and I used, I highly recommend because I don't have, I don't, I, whenever I make lists on paper, like I'll bring it to me and then I never look at it. So I just put it on my phone. It's called Structured. So it's like a, a task list. Like you do, um, you just do, uh, you just list what you got to do today and then you check it off that way. You don't have to worry about lagging paper or anything with you. Um, <laughs> that way it's just so much easier. But let's see. Okay. So, yeah, I'm reading from this book. So, you wonderful Cancerians can know your ascendant sign if you are a Cancer ascendant. So, what that is, is your ascendant crystal for you Cancerian ascendants is Moonstone. I'm sure it's not a surprise since you are the only planet that rules the moon, right? Just like Leo's the only planet that rules the sun. Okay, so, it says, meaning the world... A cancer ascendant meets the world sideways on. You are rarely direct, preferring to size things up before uh, siddling up to your objective. This tendency can disguise a more straightforward sun sign. Your objective may be concealed, but you are one tough cookie when it comes to reaching your goals. Your ascendant is ambitious and uncompromising. When you do make your move, you act fast and hold on tight. Your ascendant crystal, Moonstone, opens you up to serendipity and irrational impulses and helps you to be more direct in your approach to life <clears throat> like the crab shell your ascendant gives protection but you have a soft vulnerable underpant the solar plexus site of the emotions you feel things very strongly here other people's stuff as well as your own your moonstone can give you comfort and protection to this vulnerable place so moonstone just it works so well for you guys because like i said you guys roll the moon and it really truly helps kind of soften, not saying that you're not already soft with your emotions, uh, but I feel like it just kind of helps you, you know, it helps you with being vulnerable, like, you know, like it, as mentioned, um, you know, cancers are very vulnerable, but they can easily cut that short when they feel like they're being threatened and the thing you do not want is to have a cancer shut down and retract back into their little crab shell, right? Because then you won't really get to know them and they will feel like they can't really be open with you, right? So, um, shameless plug as well. I'm going to stop saying shameless because it's not, you know. I have a crystal shop on Etsy, of course, and... um <laughs> And um, it has wonderful crystal pendants up there. Um, I, as I mentioned, bought a few crystals that are from the home over this weekend that I'm about to put up. Um, but with that said, I do have a moonstone up there. So if you are a Cancer um, Ascendant, now is the time to get it um, because um, I only have one. I have one, you know, regular moonstone and I have... Um, a crescent moon shaped uh rainbow moonstone which is very cute so i would highly recommend if anyone's into moonstone uh i actually wanted to have that for myself but i'm like no it's for the store i can't keep 
you know, things when it's for the store. I won't sell anything. I won't make any money if I, you know, do that. But it's very cute. It's a little, uh, small moon. Um, actually, I think, uh, I think I have a little bit of a bigger moon too, or I don't know. Oh my God. I know that I have a lapetalite crescent moon pendant that I wrapped, but I feel like there is a another rainbow moon in that, but it's a bigger moon. But I have also a cute little crescent moon that'll look really cute on like a choker necklace. Um, so if you like it, um, it is not expensive at all. And you can support your girl, of course. And, you know, you can have that little moonstone in your life. You know, bringing all that goddess feminine energy during the summertime, you know. So... Um, yeah, give it a look. And as I mentioned, I have, a, I have one regular moonstone up there that is available. So that is, of course, Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy. That's A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E Jewelry. And I will definitely put the link in the show notes. Um, I just actually had another sale, um, you know, less that I am. And I love, I just love packaging things and making notes and all that stuff it just feels so good to my soul because I just know that the pendants that I'm sending off are just going to change lives and bring in the attentions of the wearer you know that's how strong strongly I feel about them like they're just so important they're a tool in our life and they just help you know enhance what we are trying to attract in our lives so if you want to do that again that's Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy um, so let me go ahead and continue. Um, so it says confidence tricks, a cancer ascendant puts up a tough front that covers any inner feelings of vulnerability and you can appear hard. Moonstone enables you to show your soft heart without being taken advantage of your ascendant benefits from a silico, silical withdrawal, taking time to process emotions and to dream dreams with the assistance of moonstone and then manifesting those dreams in the outside world. Okay, so it says, Fairy Godmother's Blessings, the gift of nurturing and homemaking was bestowed on you by the moon at your birth. Together with sensitivity and compassion, your ability to make people feel comfortable and to care about their welfare is supported by the kindliness of your moonstone ascendant crystal. So yes, you cancers are amazing. You guys are just like that. You just make people feel at home around you. You're like kind of like that mother, you know, like you're the mother of the Zodiac, just like your sister sign of, uh, of, um, Capricorn is the father of the Zodiac. You guys just, you know, keep people, you know, you guys just nurture, you take care of people while Capricorn kind of, you know, like makes sure people are in line and make sure people are being productive and really handling their life and achieving their goals. So I just love that um, about you guys. You just feel so very at home and are just so sweet and loving. But also you guys have a bite. So I don't want people to ever think they can run over cancers because cancers don't fuck around either. You know, cancer and Pisces are pretty much so much alike and but in different ways, but it's just a wonderful thing to have. And one of my favorite cartoon characters is a Cancer, and that is Sailor Moon. I love her. Like, I've always, um, <laughs> I've always felt connected to that character, and I always feel so me. The personality is just 
on point. It's how I've always been, especially when I was younger. When I didn't have problems with weight gaining and I would just eat cakes and donuts and all that stuff. And I would cry my eyes out during things. And But I would always stand up for, you know, like that love and justice. And recently on TikTok, it was funny. I had seen that they said she had a Libra moon. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's where all the love and justice comes from. So yeah, I just, I love it. I just love it. Anyways, um, it says the cancer mask. Although cancer knows a mask of toughness and invulnerability, this is an extremely caring sign and people with cancer ascendant often find themselves becoming the social worker to the rest of the zodiac or acting as an earth mother who fulfills everyone else's needs for nurturing. This ascendant retains a mothering role in men as well as women long after it would have been appropriate to let go. Moonstone will help you to release yourself and to channel your empathetic nurturing qualities into constructive action. So one thing about cancers, though, is that out of the water signs, no, oh, I'm sorry, Scorpios very well, too. It's usually Pisces that have, like, kind of a lazy problem. Sorry, Pisces, but you guys get so involved in your fantasies and, you know, like, sometimes escapism. But cancers, you know, you guys, um, you guys are great with making money, I can tell you that. You know, um, you guys are carnal. Like I said, carnal is wonderful for gaining ideas and cancers just you know they make money and they know how to save it just like you know their sister stein capricorn so never sleep on a cancer because these people know how to create businesses create goals things that they've you know always wanted to do they go after it and they are successful with it uh, i think people sometimes don't realize that they look at all white water signs as you know just coasting not doing anything not wanting to be around anything not necessarily when it comes to uh, fixed and, um, or I would say carnal energy. Carnal energy is kind of like, you know, being out there, charming, getting all this stuff, you know, like, you know, meeting people, talking to people, negotiating, kind of stuff like that, you know, with those ideas. Do we ever finish them? Not always, but we're good at starting them. But, you know, it also has more to do with other things as well. So we'll see. But anyways, the last is the Cancer Ascendant Meditation. Holding your moonstone to your solar plexus, allow it to guide you into the past to see what is holding you back. Wherever you feel a strong pull, especially if this is at an emotional level, breathe it out, let go, and move on. Allow the nurturing energies of the moonstone to fill the empty spaces that are left. When you are ready, remove your moonstone from your solar plexus, stand up, and step forward with the awareness that from now on you will nurture yourself as well as appropriate others. So again, Cancers, you do so much for others because you are so nurturing that you cannot forget to not nurture yourself. So that is it for that book. And of course, now we jump into the rising signs. And this is from the book called The Secrets of Your Rising Sign by William Lamb. Um... Yeah, this is the end. This is the last of this book, of course. And so let's go ahead and jump into the Cancer Sun sign and its rising sign personality. So if you're new here, hey, welcome. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you stay with us and want to learn astrology with us from each planet to each sign and all that good stuff and also relationship and sex wise. So I'm so glad you're here. I hope you stay. And um, this book that I read from, it comes with, um, it talks about the Cancer Sun sign, of course, but it has all 12 rising signs with the Sun sign. So if you are a Cancer Sun, you will truly know yourself <laughs> from this book because it will tell you how each of all the 12 zodiac signs work with this Sun sign. So 
enjoy it. I hope so. Have fun. <laughs> okay, so Cancer Sun sign, um, you know, they have different dates up here, but today is officially um, cancer season. So uh, June 22nd uh, to July 22nd. I don't know why books have such different, but some of them are so old, I guess you can say, or more newer or whatever. Okay, so anyways, Cancer is the mother goose of the zodiac, and a maternal sensitivity and nurturing spirit are two of Cancer's most endearing hallmarks. Cancerians understand that we humans are put here on Earth to care for living things and have a green leaf effect. So Cancer is known as kind of giving... You know, the first six zodiacs is about the self, but cancer is giving, it, it gives you that first touch of, uh, you know, thinking of others because the first six is all about the self, as mentioned, you know, it's all about how to take care of yourself, what you can, what you can do for yourself. And then the last six of the zodiac signs is what you can do for others. But because, you know, cancer is about nurturing others, it gives you a little glimpse of what it's like to care and think about others. So we love you cancers. It says cancerian uh yeah, it says their acute awareness of the need for life's necessities drives them to diligently provide food, shelter, and clothing not only to their nearest and dearest loved ones, but also depending on the scope of their awareness to almost anyone else in need. Though they're naturally thrifty with a tendency to make do with less and a proclivity to clamp down might- mightily on whatever they're holding they're not so much selfish as security minded if the situation arises they'll feed everyone on the block wherever we find cancer we'll find strong doses of nostalgia and imagination and a great deal of subjectivity emotion is cancer's middle name the cancer's instrument panel doesn't include keen eyesight so cancerians navigate their world through feeling shuffling and scuttling sideways quickly withdrawing when they sense danger and they always sense danger. Yeah, Cancerians, you're you're not going to get around with them. Like the moon itself is all about emotions and intuition. And these this sign rules that. So they're they're very highly intuitive, very highly intuitive. Um and I feel like that's, you know, that's all water signs, but I feel like Cancer I'm going to say cancer is the most because each water sign to me, um, while they all have good intuition, there's ones that are stronger at it. Like I feel like, um, cancers are very highly intuitive, extremely Scorpios. You guys are the most psychic in my opinion, very psychic. You guys just sense things very easily. And then Pisces, I feel like you, you kind of have the gift of both. Um, you're, you're psychic and you're intuitive, um, so, um, but yeah, cancers, their emotions really, you know, they run deep, but they're very intuitive. So they can always sense, you know, like my husband is a cancer moon and this man can just, and he says it, he's like, when I feel it, in my gut, it always happens. So whenever he says it, it does, it always happens. So I feel like because of that, you guys, you guys can be great manifestors. So harness, harness that, harness that, you know, like that intuition, that, that gut feeling and everything. Cause when you feel it, when you're able to feel it, that's how manifestations like happen. When you feel it and you really believe it, you got it. 
Okay, so it says, an able appeared sharply into the distance. Cancerians exercise vigilance, testing the waters for hazards. But cancer's caution and sensitivity is their agus of protection. They rely upon wily insight, shrewdness, and tact to avoid danger and maintain their safety. But these qualities are most useful and beneficial when they're not embedded in moodiness and festering resentments. I'm going to read that again. But these qualities, cancerians, <laughs> are most useful and beneficial when they're not embedded in moodiness, cancers, and festering resist, re- resentments, cancers. The all too common products of an overly emotional and highly imaginative approach to life. So you guys be careful with that because you guys, you know, again, you're like the moon. The moon is constantly waning, waxing. So that's how your emotions are. Your emotions are up and down, up and down. You know, wane, it's waning and waxing. So you can be happy, great, sweet, loving one day and then you can be an asshole, very like in a bad mood and all this stuff that can sometimes keep people, you know, like on their toes, but also can be sometimes emotionally draining. Okay. So it says some rising signs will serve to mitigate cancer's emotional subjectivity, providing a much needed objectivity and a broader perspective, but others will fuel the fire, making cautious cancerians even more susceptible to their greatest weakness, including living in the past, holding on too tightly to past hurts and falling prey, excuse me, and falling prey to the manipulations of people who indiscriminately place blame on others. Without objectively, cancerians find it difficult to understand that while they're responsible for their own actions, they're not responsible for the sins and shortcomings of the world. Yes, please, you guys, please stop taking on other people's crap. Um, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, being around some cancer moons and stuff like that, I notice or cancers, I I notice that you guys will you know, when someone is taking it out on you, you guys actually soak in that and then feel like it's your fault. And it's not, it really isn't. Like if someone is going off on you for some bullshit they did, don't take that on as you, don't take that on as your fault. Don't get, you know, don't get offended about it. Um, because some people, they could be venting, but as mentioned, some people, they say, will take out their shortcomings on others and, Cancers, you guys, are susceptible to, you know, taking the blame for that. So please don't. Do your best to don't do that. Know that when someone does that, that's their problem and it's not yours. Okay, um, so no other sign in the Zodiac fills the weight of the world more than a Cancer, the dutiful custodian. When, when they diligently heal, help, and labor out of a healthy concern for living things, Cancerians are the willing workers, greatly appreciated and hopefully well-rewarded, but building their house upon a foundation of unreasonable guilt, shame, wrath, and remorse is always a recipe for disaster. So please don't do that. Again, you know, you don't want to build any foundation on those things. That sounds like a very miserable time for you guys, considering how much you feel from things so you just gotta do your best to work on feeling happy and not allowing your not overdoing yourself because because you guys are just so nurturing and so giving and you make people feel like your your mom you know what i mean or you know like your fatherly or you know like mommy people will depend on you like that so be careful with that really truly take care of yourself and make sure you have boundaries
Okay, so Cancer born around dawn. This is a Cancer with Cancer rising. It says Cancerians with Cancer rising are du are doubly cautious and subjective, but with a sunny morning time disposition, they're they're unusually sentimental people who feel a lump in their throat at the mention of loved ones or memorable days gone by, and they reach out with emotional support to everyone at arm's length with a broken limb or a broken heart. The mothering instinct is tremendously tremendously motivating in double cancer. These folks are family-oriented, love their homestead, and with a fierce rat, pack rat tendency, they hold on dearly to fa family heirlooms or, or scrapbooks, sometimes stuffing the attic with so much mem memorabilia that it's hard to make a path to the window. Still, family members are always welcome if they can just find an uncluttered space to sit. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that cancers can be pack rats, so be careful. You don't want to be on hoarders. You know that would you know would be interesting. I I should look. I don't know if they have the people up there. Probably not. But it'd be interesting to know like the zodiac signs of those people. It really would. It'd be it may, it'd be it'd be crazy if they were like a lot of them were cancerians. But yeah. Anyways, these cancerians are balanced workaholics, self starters who are never finished. In fact, see that's the carnal, <laughs> carnal energy. In fact, they'll feel guilty for not doing a better job when in reality, they're doing twice the work of everyone else. They just don't stand off and look at things objectively. This is especially true when their emotions get the best of them. If they're not vigilant, they can succumb, succumb to roller coaster mood swings and admired in the past point of view that leaves them nursing old wounds. In the manager's seat, they can be quite the slave driver, feeling hampered by underlings who simply aren't as motivated as they are or micromanaging an employee who made an honest mistake a year and a half ago. Whatever their vocation or relationship, they need to remember to step back and try to see things in context. Cancerians born at dawn are naturally uh, drawn to property management, real estate, and construction and renovation. They're also effective in settings where their presence might be required from dusk till dawn, such as restaurant management or farming, but they'll be most successful when their boundless effort is completed by the maintenance of a reasonable perspective and an eagle's eye for golden opportunities, though they never benefit from ill-timed and haphazard uh, fits and starts. These cautions, this cautions cancerians can be a bit too cautious Sometimes finding themselves reticent even when opportunity presents itself and is obviously well within their reach. So the next one is Cancer Born Short After Dawn. This is a Cancer with Leo Rising. <laughs> um, now here's a Cancer with a gangbuster personality demanding attention, but always with a sunny disposition. With Leo the Lion at the helm, there are no recent, uh, there is no reticent crabs. They're courageous and fully ready to make their wishes known, put, push for what they want, and let the chips fall where they will. A lordly Leo um, personality with its competent and confident, I can handle it, give it to me and I'll show you how to do this demeanor brings the industrious crustacean an opportunity to stand up in front of the crowd and shine. After all, Leo is the consummate showman. This is a powerful blend of Cancer's to do it with feeling, diligence, and Leo's do it right the first time competence. To me, this seems like, um, even though, you know, people would think fire doesn't mix with water, but I feel like this will give, like, that carnal energy. You mix that with a fix, then you'll get shit done, in my opinion. 
Um, I would, I was always curious about that cause I don't really have much fixed in my chart. I'm mainly, I'm full mutable. And then the second one is going to be, um, cardinal energy. So I'm, I'm very go with the flow, like extremely too laid back at times, but I have found ways to get myself to finish it and get it done. Right. But it, it's hard for me because I'm more of someone that doesn't like to go with a schedule, but I feel like I do better when I do schedule, you know, like basically tapping into that fixed energy with being more, uh, productive and, you know, like, um, I can never think of the word where I'm thinking of it, but you know, um, where I just have all my shit in a row pretty much. Anyways, <laughs> if the walls need painting, these cancerians apply a coat in, re- in record time with their do it now and think about it later approach. Then, when the housework completed, they step out into the limelight, expecting gratitude and respect. If they'll keep one eye on their audience, constantly gauging how they're being received and adjusting their performance to suit their audience's taste, they'll likely get a standing ovation. Willing work, worker competence always prevails over emotional bluster. If Cancerians with Leo rising are blinded by the stage lights, too too self-centered to notice even the front row's reactions. They'll probably end up playing to an empty house. Perspective and objectivity are the key to allowing Cancer's diligence and Leo's courage to work in tandem, complementing one another and producing marvelous leadership qualities. But blind ambition and self-indulgence can lead these Cancerians into terribly obnoxious behavior. Suddenly, they're unable or unwilling to meet others halfway, and they attempt to get their way by issuing ultimatums. The my way or the highway approach works only when my way is magnetically attractive and tempered by everyone's needs. If Cancerians born shortly after dawn will objectively assess their situation, they'll be thoroughly effective when they're put in charge, where, whether they're elementary school teachers or heads of states. So yeah, you have to be careful because that Leonin energy is very spicy and they love attention. They thrive off that and sometimes they can get too indulged into themselves and not worrying about others. And so because you have that Leo rising in your cancerian sun with your cancerian sun that can kind of water down your you know of others kind of um outlook in life and you can sometimes find yourself indulging yourself a little too much uh there's always needs to be like a happy you know medium okay so cancer born mid-morning this is a cancer with Virgo rising, modest and helpful with an intelligent wanderlust in their eyes. These people wish the world were perfect and they'll use every bit of elbow grease they have to make it that way. When the industrious, unassuming ego of cancer combines with Virgo's helpfulness and and productivity, the result is an extremely unassuming, self-motivated worker. These cancers are the kind of people who project an always useful volunteer spirit at the Chamber of Commerce the PTA, or whatever other community efforts that might join. Beyond their cancer diligence lies a profound awareness that, the, that what they give to others, they also give to themselves. They're always modest and usually very caring people. In fact, they're sometimes so caring and so, so unselfish that they're easily taken advantage of. They're well advised to wisely pick and choose how, when, and where they apply their helpfulness. Or they'll end up with others heaping added responsibilities into their into their shoulders leaving them to do everyone else's work as well as their own fair-minded fair-minded peers and colleagues hold these cancerians in high esteem but if the gold bricks 
If the gold breakers get wind of these people's willingness to offer unlimited favors, the moochers will form a parasitic line out the door and around the block. But these folks rarely complain. Oh, they might fuss and pick about consequential details in typical Virgo style, but their willing worker helpfulness makes intact no matter what. Being fair to themselves doesn't always come easy to these good Samaritans. They're usually very humble as employees. They show up at work no matter how sick they might be. And as and as the boss, they sometimes allow underlings to offer legitimate excuses for unacceptable, unacceptable results. Virgo's affinity for the underdog and Cancer's tender heart leave these Cancerians preferring to understand and let people off the hook. But sometimes this only leads to their becoming enablers rather than helpers. Cancerians born mid-morning need to give heed to their best counselors, be aware of their subservient tendencies, and refuse to always pick up the slack. Virgo, the worry war, often creates some undue anxiety over health and weight issues, and Virgo's neatness, coupled with Cancer's emphasis on house and home, creates an intolerance for dust on the furniture or litter on the floor. These Cancerians' houses are neat as a pen and all their knickknacks are well-placed and orderly. On the job, they're super retailers with what might be the most beautiful display windows in town. They're also fabulous makeup artists, genuinely caring and wonderfully efficient nurses or with their ability to tie up loose ends at the very last moment, they might be highly dependable payroll clerks. So this is a good combination because you have the nurturing of cancer, but you also have Virgo's helpfulness. But this also is one that you really have to maintain some boundaries because as we know, Virgo energy, you know, they are just so, they're so damn helpful and cancers are all about taking care of folks that you can just go above and beyond for people who don't deserve all of that and who will use and abuse that you know like that kind of personality so be very careful with that because Virgo is someone that will just backflip for people over and over again and sometimes not realize how much they're giving and you know not allowing themselves to receive in return sometimes that they kind of get a little angry and you know you'll start to kind of feel like that like kind of Maytire kind of resentment thing so be careful with that. All right, so the next one is Cancer born around noontime. This is a Cancer with a Libra rising. It says, these people start out trying to please everyone and they stay in everybody's face. <laughs> They're more aware of the people around them than almost any other combination in the Zodiac. They're sociable, obliging, and interested in everyone with an earshot. Cancerians born at noontime are ambitious overseers who willingly put in as many hours as necessary to get the job done. They have managerial objectivity. Oh, excuse me. Oh my God, just like all my like morning like burps and everything wants to start trying to come out. Whew. Okay, they have managerial objectivity and with an eagle's eye for what's fair, they want to keep every team member happily involved and enthusiastic. With their likable Libra personality and sensitive cancer ego, they foster consideration and cooperation among their co-workers, clients, and customers. They never ask others to do more than they're willing to do themselves. It's in their nature to be aware of everyone else's reactions and, at their best, they gauge their own effectiveness through the positive responses and cooperation they receive from others. In a way, they love themselves through people around them. When they learn the seat of authority, they're keenly aware of the contributions of each employee. 
They don't overburden their staff, but neither do they tolerate laziness. These Cancerians are effective property managers and, with their obliging Libra personality, they're often highly successful wheeler dealers. But if their susceptibility to avarice leads them to want more than their fair share, they can suddenly find themselves undermining their best qualities. They really need to keep the green leaf greediness of cancer in check. They're also highly visible restorators, attentive to their customers, obliviously happy to see their friends again, and enjoying moving from table to table to making sure the meals are satisfactory and the room temperature is just right. Whether on a job, at home, or out in the neighborhood, Cancerians with Libra Rising have all the tools to be, to be pro- productively diplomatic. Already blessed with the patient willingness to wait and see when the chips aren't falling where they prefer and not single options seems... And no single option seems inspiring. Their noontime birth enables them to understand that tomorrow's another day and what goes around comes around. The cancer temptation to live in the past is mitigated in this combination. There's less tendency to bemoan yesterday's misfortunes or to be controlled by past mistakes. Their acute awareness of the people and things around them and the enjoyment they reap from their interactions tends to keep them living in the here and now, these Cancerians do well to follow their inclination toward an enlightened patience, allowing things to develop in their own good time. They benefit most when they leave the door propped open so opportunity can, can return when the, when the time is right. So, um, yeah, this is, can be a very um, good um, combination, of course. Like, all are good combinations, to be honest. You just got to know how to harness it, you know, like you got to be careful with Libra's people pleasing, you know, but this kind of brings a uh, cancer out of their shell, you know, to become very sociable and everything else, but also very good negotiators, um, very diplomatic and all that good stuff. So it also helps them stay out of, like I said, living in the past and, you know, like, Oh, what was me? Cause you know, when we live in the past, we live in depression, you know, you can't change the past. You just got to, not focus on it. You know, you don't want a future trip either because then you will be living in anxiety, which is a lot of time my problem. I kind of do both. I think we all do. So we just got to get a handle on being mindful and present in the now because that's the best place to be. Okay, so um, the next one is Cancer Born Early Afternoon, and that's a cancer with a Scorpio rising so it says ambition passion energy and a grab the handle we're out of here gusto character characterize these energizer bunnies these are highly active emotionally motivated cancerians they're handy sexy and totally focused on whatever they've chosen to accomplish whether in the home or out in the workday world but their green their green leaf greed and ongoing broke insecurities usually lead them to want more than they've already accumulated, leaving them with no clue that more is never enough. The engine's always running here. Fortunately, they possess a natural stamina or their constantly revving engine would wear itself out in no time. Cancerians with Scorpio rising are in tune with the process of perpetuating life. Conception, mothering, and nurturing are in it parts of their personality. They're successful breeders of puppies or gardeners with remarkably green thumbs possibly so proficient in these areas that they can make a vocation of them. And with the Cancer's penchant for real estate and Scorpio's inclination for lending, they're often very knowledgeable mortgage um, mortgage brokers. 
The blending of other Cancer and Scorpio traits can also lead them into banking, insurance, home, renovation, and the healing arts. Mysterious Scorpio always has an uncanny ability to see around corners and under rocks. And Cancer possesses a heightened sensitivity, so whatever their uh, their profession, Cancerians born under early afternoon are rarely caught by surprise. They're usually adept at comprehending the hidden meaning. They, they have a sixth sense that makes for marvelous instincts, but their weakness might be found in their cancer tendency to be too thin-skinned, getting caught up in their emotions. When their feelings get hurt and they harbor resentment, they have the capacity to become quite vindictive. They have a potential for ruthlessness that can leave their av- advisories uh, wounded and suffering. Can- Cancerians with Scorpio rising are wise to avoid I- imagining insult where none was intended, or disloyalty where it doesn't exist. They need to avoid purposely surrounding themselves with people who are less aware than they, just because they'll be easier to control. Eventually, these Cancerians will come to resent these very people for their apparent inferiority, even if they're simply being themselves. If they maintain their objective objectivity and regulate their ferocity, these Cancerians have the energy, sensitivity, and focus to be successful at whatever they choose to do. So this, to me, is a powerful combination just because Scorpio is the sign of power. You put that with a cancer, you know, this is a person that's not only highly intuitive, the, intu- the intuition is going to be even du- like doubled, but now they're, you know, like extremely psychic as well. So yeah, you're not going to get over on this placement pretty much. And as mentioned, you got to be careful because Scorpio is always about secrets and mysteriousness. So if you get around them and you act like that, it's going to be easy for them to kind of get in that like detective mode. <coughs> <coughs> excuse me oh sorry about that i got into a coughing fit so i did not want to have you guys hear me like pretty much like coughing up my whole life um but <clears throat> where was i at yeah i was I, I was at um yeah cancer and scorpio uh basically yeah so <clears throat> you guys just you guys are very powerful combination uh like i said double intuition um now even more psychic ability um you just can't get over on that and you got to be careful because i do when it mentioned that scorpios are good with control they are um one thing i've noticed um (laughs) if you allow a scorpio to control you they will if you stand your ground, they won't do it. But if you test them and you allow them to do that, they will fucking get off on controlling your fucking ass. So be careful with that. Don't allow that to happen. And cancers aren't usually like that. But if you have that Scorpio mixed in there, they can find themselves getting over on people who are very lax with their boundaries. Okay, so next one is cancer born mid-afternoon. <clears throat> And this is a cancer with a Sagittarius rising. Here comes the most delightfully inspiring people on the planet. They're caring and benevolent and so optimistically smiley-faced that there's little evidence of considering caution or apprehension. Oh, it's it's there somewhere, but it's not obvious. Sagittarius is what's showing here. (laughs) The willy-nilly, high-rolling, happy-go-lucky Sagittarius personality is a wonderful compliment to the sensitive, cautious cancer ego. With supreme inoffensiveness, these people inspire and uplift others with a cheerful ability to say the right thing at the right time. There's an inviting Pied Piper here. The glass is always 
half full, half full rather than half empty, and they present, pre, uh, they pre, they present their own optimism in a way that never fails to raise spirits. They're fun loving creatures with winning disposition who see little merit in crying over spilled milk. They respond to error within an, within an it's okay, we'll do better next time attitude. Cancerians born mid-afternoon find great success in life when they use their Sagittarius personality to put a positive spin on negative circumstances. For instance, if they attempted to dwell resentfully on the past, which is common, Cancer proclivity uh, their Sagittarius forgiveness and awareness that tomorrow's another day Supply them with the tools to put those resentments quickly to rest, onward and upward, is their battle cry. They're always on the verge of rushing in where angels fear to tread. They fill their God within from moment to, mo- to, mo- to moment, and they know from experience that the necessities of life tend to work themselves out when they keep a positive attitude. They know that their family loves them dearly and that people almost always respond to them positively. <clears throat> They're internally aware that forgiveness always triumphs over bitterness. What what's not to like about them? The nurturing Cancer ego, coupled with the benevolence of Sagittarius rising, possess possesses marvelous marvelously well developed people skills. They have so many like bigger words in this one. I don't know why. And because these individuals are extremely self motivated, self motivated, they often enjoy a successful career in sales or in any other area. That rewards them for aspiring others to think as they do. They're very convincing. They might be drawn to selling travel-related wares such as timeshares or vacation packages, but the public and celebrity aspects of theme parks and nightclubs are also suitable settings for happy-go-lucky workplace, as are the wide-open spaces of a family ranch. If they don't allow their cancer greed to lead them into shifty schemes and a patient misuse of their confidence building powers they can find a great deal of personal fulfillment in any number of vocations okay so obviously that you know i said that seems that the um um <clears throat> the sagittarius kind of shines out in that aspect okay so this one is cancer born around sundown cancer with capricorn rising this will probably be a good one, obviously, because it's the opposition. So tradition and practicality is the name of the game here, but these folks are far too serious for my taste. They too easily become the trolls under the bridge with somebody's got to do it written all over them, uninspired faces. A better attitude works wonders with the cautious sensitivity of cancer and the calm, cool, and collected respectfulness of Capricorn. Cancerians with Capricorn rising are master manipulators with a fair-minded and nurturing awareness that benefits everyone involved. They're cautious touch and their goes around their goes around comes around sensibility are two of their most powerful tools and committable qualities because they're consistently aware that one hand wishes the other they're hand working they're hard working ever tempered and inclined to treat employees and co-workers like family but an overly serious capricorn demeanor sometimes obscures their deep emotional sensitivity if they aren't careful, they can develop an all-work-and-no-play attitude, especially if they succumb to the cancer proclivity to feel like they're going broke. Maintaining a, an objective viewpoint is a challenge of, for cancer, but Capricorn is a sign of, the sign of objectivity. So these Cancerians need to keep things in context and see themselves relative to others to ensure that they respond to circumstance, circumstances 
as they are not as they imagine them to be. For instance, they can be so fearful of financial loss that they tolerate controlling or abusive behavior in people whose efforts they mistakenly believe to be indispensable. Please don't allow that to happen to yourself. Please. Um, it's not worth it. Um, you will not live life. You will just be an empty shell pretty much if you allow someone to have control over like finances and stuff because you don't make any and because someone has more than you you put up with their bullshit just to have money it's just not worth it um money can't buy happiness and I do agree that it can make you feel financially free and feel stable but if you're living an abusive fucking relationship and all that you're not going to be happy I don't care how much money you have it's just you're not going to be it can't buy someone putting their hands on you and hurting you and mentally emotionally and physically abusing you it's just not worth it okay so it says or they'll fall into such disabling extremes of caution and pessimism that they can't make decisions running the risk of allowing a golden opportunity to slip through their hands if they step back gather their wits and apply some wise old goat practicality they usually discover that things are rarely as gloomy as they feel and that and that the route to success is often clearly marked Cancerians born at sundown love a dependable routine. They play by the rules, and if it's not in the book, we're not going. We're not doing it in that way. Tasks and procedures that other find boring might as well be those people's cup of tea. They like things systematic, and with cancers love a family, they're definitely the sort to carry on the family business, making fudge or furniture or widgets and sprockets exactly the way mom and pop made them fifty years ago. And if they'll be a bit more demonstrative in their affections, they'll be invited to lunch, to lunch and to parties more often. Their peers do generally love the willing worker and the sensitive soul beneath the stoic exterior. So this is a placement that seems like you guys got to be kind of careful because you'll kind of, I think with the cancer being already emotional, then you add in that Capricorn kind of like, you know, seriousness and everything. They can feel like, I don't know with the, they're already nurturing and do for others so they'll end up doing so much more and then but it won't be with like oh let me do this eventually it'll just be like like it said like oh my god I can do this like give it to me here like I can do it better than you you know like kind of like that kind of attitude so be aware of that just allow yourself to tap into that Capricorn energy when it comes to getting things done and making sure you have some practical stability in your life and all that good stuff okay so cancer born Early evening, this is a cancer with Aquarius rising, a thin-skinned cancer with an electric live wire personality. Now, that's a switch, but it works. Aquarius is the big attitude of the zodiac, so attitude is key here. A magnetic, friendly demeanor will work wonders, but a subconscious and unrecognized will to disagree can be devastating. If cancerians born early evening are aware of and reasonably uninhibited by their emotions, the friendly magnetic side of their Aquarius personality will blossom, making them a joy to be around and very and very right on <clears throat> in, their per- in their perceptions of people and things. But when Aquarius rises, there is usually a penchant for strong opinions and a love of defending them. So argument is their favorite indulgence. They think what they want to think and never mind the facts. Plus, with unrecognized cancer emotions turning full tilt, they can easily become the sort of people who just won't listen to to reason. 
They disagree tirelessly and pointlessly, basking in egotistical, I'm right and you're wrong nonsense and coming off as sourpusses with a chip on their shoulder. It isn't that they should disregard their feelings to become cold, unemotional robots. Instead, they need to be diligently aware of their feelings to understand how those emotions are influencing their judgment. Their temptation is to keep their emotions separate and to dwell in there entirely without realizing it. So, yeah, this is going to be hard for an Aquarius energy because Aquariuses don't like to focus on their emotions, but Cancer needs to be able to express itself. So, you have to be careful with trying to swallow like swallow your emotions down like you know like how some people try to swallow down like when they need to vomit which I don't know how someone could do that because it's just gonna fucking come out for me I do not want to hold that shit in there but some people will swallow down like a giant lump of vomit like trying not to barf and stuff and that's what it's I that's how I foresee the cancer with Aquarius rising like they're not gonna want to really deal with their emotions as much so they may try to swallow it down and that is not healthy for you cancer, so be careful with that. It says, with sufficient objectivity, these Cancerians can use their Aquarius, the electric light bulb personality, to garner success in many fields. They possess the qualities to be excellent promoters, enlightened physicians, or innovative engineers. Aquarius inclinations, inclinations and interests almost always make for especially successful firefighters, soldiers, and airline workers. Cancerian with Aquarius rising are gifted at detecting error and quick to notice the shortcomings and weaknesses in the plans and designs they've assigned to work with. Oh my god, if you guys hear my stomach, I'm sorry because it is fucking growling and I'm going to feed you my lovely, wonderful body. Just, I'm almost done. Just relax for a second. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. Yeah, they take their duties seriously, hold themselves highly responsible, and respect the same from colleagues and associates. Cancer has little tolerance for a proposal that won't work, and Aquarius is keenly aware of the dangers of technology or any risky venture. So these folks are always on guard and most comfortable when every precaution is taken, guaranteeing that the project will come off without a glitch. If they see short shortcuts being taken... They might well become whistleblowers. When Cancerians born early evening learn to trust their emotions with, without being enslaved to them, their professionalism is extraordinary. So, yeah, it's just make sure you don't become a slave to your emotions, but also make sure you're not expressing them. Just allow them to have balance in your life because you are ruled by the moon. You have to be able to feel but not completely be dead inside. Okay, so this is a uh, Cancer born mid evening. This is a wonderful, most probably a little sweetheart of a you know like placements. Cancer with a Pisces rising. So it says Cancerians with Pisces risings are kind-hearted people helpers who emotionally soak up everything around them. They absorb information like a sponge, but you can't get much out of them. They're too secretive and cautious. Without even realizing it, they leave others feeling left out, but they fit in wonderfully with self-centered people who want to do all all the talking and get all the attention. A Pisces personality always makes for a good empathetic listener, but in tandem with a cancer ego, Pisces listening skills are enhanced to the nth, ninth, nth degree. With their cancer too sensitive to risk rejection and their Pisces too delicate to endure disapproval, Cancerians born mid-evening would much rather keep their mouth shut and their ears open. Oh, that's kind of sad, though. Um, in this combination, cancer's subjective nature will almost 
Always develop into a sixth sense. These people rarely miss the point and are and are usually proficient at reading between the lines to understand much more than other things they do. However, it behooves them to show themselves and let people know where they're coming from. Otherwise, their taciturn demeanor is misinterpreted. If they're excessively quiet and unassuming they run the added risk of leaving others to feel that they're purposely excluding them or worse that they're hiding something because they won't disclose themselves others grow suspicious so a lot more shoot from the hip and courageous show and tell is in order here cancerians with peaceful pisces rising have a gentle and artistic spirit though they aren't usually motivated by promises of fame and fortune and don't always feel comfortable in the limelight, they approach everything with an enormous depth of feeling because they're, and so, because they're so in tune with the vibrations and around them, they're often accomplished musicians. And they, their active imagination, joy in working at home, and tendency to keep late night hours might add up to a talented writer. They need to be sure, however, that their imagination doesn't get the best of them and that, and that's no easy matter. They sometimes conjure demons where they aren't in any, so if these Cancerians aren't careful, they find themselves forever battling irrational fears. Already inclined to hold their tongue, they can be so apprehensive of rejection, uh, afraid of disapproval, and averse to criticism that they run away and hide. They need to remember that even a calm open, a clam opens its protective shell from time to time. Cancerians with Pisces rising are often quite successful as teachers, nurses, dental hygienists, or mental health providers. They're security guards who see around corners and under rocks. They're nightclub owners who love the nighttime clientele, but whatever venture they choose, their ticket to success involves more courage, forth- forthrightness, and above all, objectivity. So, yeah, you guys have to be able to express your what how you feel. You know, don't clam up. Don't allow yourself to, you know, escape and, you know, dream off somewhere, just express yourself, you know, the right person will understand if they don't, then remove yourself from that, you know, you don't want to feel bad because you had to tell someone that, you know, you object to whatever they said, or, you know, you object to what, you know, like someone's asking you to do, um, don't allow that to happen, truly have boundaries with this placement, because Pisces can, you know, allow things to get a little too easily, like, they allow people to sometimes get away with things, and, you know, they have an issue with people pleasing as well somewhat, so be very careful with that. Okay, so it says, Cancer born around midnight. This is a Cancer with a um, Aries rising. Um, These people are charming and sensitive with more courage than most wimpy Cancerians. They're cautious about important things, but ever so spontaneous. Though impatience is always an action, Aries pitfall, the innate caution of cancer works well to temper its intensity. In this combination, a sensitive do-it-with-feeling cancer ego combined with a childlike eager beaver personality results in a delightful blend of willing worker and trustworthy nurturer who makes things grow with with consistent diligence. These cancerians are temperate and... Sensitive, though, to know when they're pushing just enough, so they rarely overdo it as long as they allow their sensitivity to remain apparent the childlike charm. Honest, honesty and inoffensiveness of Aries will serve them well. Cancerians born around midnight enjoy life. They're happy, sexy, and flirtatious with a healthy feeling of well-being. 
They appreciate family and look forward to spending time with loved ones. Aries loves of children and Cancer's nurturing instincts usually make for a wonderful, involved parent. And there's usually lots of physical family resemblance with Aries rising. So Cancer fondness for family is even more rewarded. Getting the family involved in group projects, whether it's home repairs or visiting new places, is one of these people's favorite things. They love having places to go, people to see, and things to do. On the job, Cancer's workaholic spirit and Aquarius early bird do it now and think about it later. Equip them to be excellent promoters, willing to um, put in the long productive work days from dawn till dusk, they're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. They, there might be intense financial ambition, ambitions, but Cancerians with Aries rising are usually so equitable and honest that they're trusted implicitly by their peers. No one fears being taken advantage of. They're great coaches and major contributors on construction site. They're highly appreciated by their supervisors because they aren't the kind the kinds of workers who always need to agree with with the boss before they'll follow directions and tackle a job they just want to get things done so they can move on to the next challenge they love that good job well done feeling of accomplishment when they keep their their post positive qualities front and center and aren't too impatient with those who can't quite keep up cancerians born around midnight prove to be a joy and a treasure to everyone they meet yeah, so that, you know, that's a great uh, placement, you know, it's two card- uh, cardinal energies and, you know, Aries is always like, get them and go. So I feel like you put that with, you know, someone who's, you know, uh, also already loves to nurture and take care and you kind of like you'll have, I feel like that'll cost the cancer to put some self care into them, you know, besides only just doing for others. Okay, so um, cancer born in the wee hours. This is a cancer with Taurus rising. It says these people are too serious and need to lighten up and be more, be more playful. Sometimes they actually need to learn how to have a good time because no matter how much money they make, more is never enough. Whenever Taurus is involved in any combination, there's bound to be a great deal of intensity and need more, need to be more buoyant and cancer with Taurus rising is no exception. Um, these folks feel their disappointments too deeply and aren't resilient enough. With a tendency toward heightened emotions and a thin skin sensitivity, their bullheaded Taurus personality can render them angry and unforgiving when they feel they've been slighted. Objectivity is a key. Pouty-faced Taurus can make for a real sad sack if there's no ability to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So lighten up and move along should be the name of their game with with sufficient objectivity, these Cancerians can benefit a greatly greatly from Taurus natural generosity and bottom line focus. They're diligent and thorough, never leaving even the most difficult jobs half finished. Always um following up on leads and doing everything possible to close a deal. Taurus the banker demands that time and money be invested profit profit profitably. <laughs> And there's a payoff for every effort. Coupled with Cancer's avarice, these can these characteristics can lead to a limitless appetite for money and power. These people rarely understand that more is never enough and might well be drawn to financial vocations involving banking or brokering. They love the cha-ching of a cash register, but they're not they're not misers. They will they will they willingly share their comforts and show their love and appreciation with material gifts. 
Sometimes Cancerians with tourists rising seem somewhat dull. They appear to have few interests beyond going to work and making money. They're very demanding people, demanding of others and demanding of themselves, and they don't like to be disappointed. Their cancer subjectivity often makes them feel as though the pain and frustration of disappointment will never end. Ultimately, they work so hard to make things fruitful that they run the risk of alienating friends and colleagues, but when they lighten up, they're able to re- reveal that they're much more, there's much more to them that meets the eye. <laughs> they might be quite, uh, quite the history buff or art collector. They're in tune with aesthetics of wood floors and vaulted ceiling, as well as the sublime taste of gourmet dishes. They even enjoy a simple casserole if it's prepared with attention to the recipe. They might be much more well-read and well-traveled than others ex- suspect. So if these Cancerians will step back, look at things with a calm, cool, and collected objectivity, allow their natural generosity and op- opportunity to express itself, they'll always be appreciated by friends and neighbors as more than just a successful business person. So um, just basically, you know, you just have to kind of, you know, like it says, lighten up and just enjoy life. It's not always about money. You know, I find myself getting into that mode too, where it's like, I need money. I need to manifest money. Like I get, you know, I just get so excited. Like whenever I manifest something like that, then I want to manifest more and more and more and stuff like that. So, you know, life isn't always about money and you have to lighten up and just truly have fun with, you know, things that doesn't always involve that. So, um, the next one and the last one is cancer born pre-dawn and this is cancer with Gemini rising. It says, now these folks wear their hearts on their sleeve, always ready and willing to ramble on about how they feel and why they feel that way. They're glib and personal, but don't let them get their feelings hurt. They'll they'll give you a gush of emotions in a heartbeat. They're more obvious and naive than most other Cancerians, and they're often very cute in their demeanor. They give the impression they wouldn't hurt a fly, and they wouldn't. Cancerians born pre-dawn are involved parents and genuinely concerned friends. The sensitivity of cancer and the and the inquisitive geniality uh of jitterbug gemini (laughs) tongue twister there work in tandem to produce a lot of heartfelt concern often expressed through easy conversation these people are always willing to share their time and talk to others about their problems whether it's at the kitchen table or over the telephone their door is always open and friends and family members who need to who need a place to stay can count on their homespun hospitality for a bed and breakfast. The cancer ego mitigates some of Gemini's less per- positive qualities. Quick-minded Gemini often causes shallow thinking and some lack of tact, but cancer's sensitivity pro- provides a feeling for the deeper significance of my issue at hand. Caution, cancer's caution also puts a brittle on Cancer's tendency to, to ramble, I mean, on Gemini's tendency to ramble. Cancerians with Gemini rising are well-suited to a multitude of vocations, diligent and hardworking, exponent and affiable, affable. They're naturals when it comes to customer service with penchant for, destruct, for, well, for instruction and learning and a genuine willingness to cooperate. They're often marvelous, adept elementary school teachers. uh, Actually, any career requiring a good memory and a pleasant demeanor will present these Cancerians with numerous opportunities for advancement. Cancer's emotions, however, can sometimes be a bit draining, rendering these people needy in romantic relationships. They might be easily wounded and very quick to remove themselves from attachments 
in which they feel even remotely used, slighted or unappreciated, and later, in the quiet after the storm, their cancerian nostalgia might move them to remnants and idealize a tad too much. They're deeply touched by all of their emotional experiences. What they need is a friend as true blue as they are, just as they're always willing to tend to shul- uh, t- to lend a shoulder to cry on. Cancerians born pre-dawn shouldn't be embarrassed to ask for some emotional support every now and then. All right, that's a good placement. You know, that just seems like it, it gives a very, um, what is it, like talkative cancer that still is in touch with their emotions and, take, you know, like their nurturing ways um, as well as um, a little social and, um, you know, able to, you know, um, I don't know, I feel like it, it, it's like an emotional Gemini pretty much. <laughs> But um, I think that's wonderful, in my opinion, um, because Geminis are actually, they do have some, you know, emotions in there. They just don't like to feel it. But it's going to happen with having a moon, you know, a moon-based sun sign. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day. That's it. Um, that's it for the um, the Cancer Rising episode. Um I have to go start doing life. <laughs> um, I have a psychiatry appointment. I have, uh, you know, work research papers uh, to still work on um, this week. Um, I have a lot of things to take care of. Um, so um, as well as making sure my health is numero uno. You know, that is one thing I love about this program that I'm in because it teaches us that self-care is a must or you will get burnout. And I know that I spent a lot of time on my research paper, especially I was pulling one all-nighters sometimes so that I could have a little time to myself. But I don't think I'll ever do that again because it cost me to burn out pretty much. And I had to take a couple days off to kind of recalibrate my energy. But you guys have a wonderful day and happy summer again, happy cancer season. And there is so much more to come this cancer season. So um, I love you guys so much. Take care and have a wonderful day. Stay safe. I love you guys.